0: Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Ever Do Something Really Dumb? Let's pray. Father, we come today so thankful. You're such a great, merciful God. We come ready to receive from your precious word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic. Ever do something really dumb? Whenever we do anything dumb or stupid or bad, The devil is quick to try to jump into your thought life to try to tell us what a horrible person you are, and sometimes the opposite, that the thing you did was really okay, and that you deserve to do that wrong thing because so-and-so did this or that to you, and you were left with no alternative. But the devil is a liar and the master of deception. If we are hungry for God, it's hard for the devil— to convince us that the bad or dumb thing we did was justified because our spirit man shows us what is right and wrong with God. So let's ask ourselves this question today. Have we ever done something really dumb? Nobody in the world could probably answer no to that question except for someone named Jesus who walked the earth over 2,000 years ago. Let's talk about that question today and start in 1 Samuel 13, verses 13 and 14 in the Amplified Bible. 13, Samuel said to Saul, you have acted foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For if you had obeyed, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. Folks, Saul rebelled against God, so God chose David to replace Saul. 14, but now your kingdom shall not endure. The Lord has sought out for himself a man, David, after his own heart. And the Lord has appointed him as leader and ruler over his people, because you have not kept or obeyed what the Lord commanded you. My friends, God said David was a man after his own heart. Acts thirteen twenty-two 22 in the Amplified. And when they had removed him... He raised up David to be their king. Of him he testified and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, conforming to my will and purposes, who will do all my will. Folks, think about that. God said David was a man that conformed to his will and purposes. First Samuel chapter 17 in the Amplified Bible, verse 49. David put his hand into his bag and took out a stone and slung it, and it struck the Philistine on his forehead. The stone penetrated his forehead, and he fell face down to the ground. Verse 58 So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and he struck down the Philistine and killed him. My friends, there are few stories in the Bible as amazing as David killing the giant Goliath with God's help, of course. Second Samuel chapter 11 in the New King James Bible, David, Bathsheba, and Uriah. One, it happened in the spring of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged Rabbah as David remained at Jerusalem. Folks, this is a good warning for us. David should not even have been at home at this time. We need to be where God wants us to be. To then it happened one evening that David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house, and from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to behold. My friends, this could have been the end of the story. If David had quickly turned away and said, I should not be looking at this. I'm sorry, Lord, and left the roof and went back into the house. Three, so David sent and inquired about the woman. And someone said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Iliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Four, then David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her, for she was cleansed from her impurity, and she returned to her house. Folks, There were a series of bad decisions by David, and this led to a child out of wedlock. Five, and the woman conceived, so she sent and told David and said, I am with child. Six, then David sent to Joab, saying, Send me Uriah the Hittite, and Joab sent Uriah to David. My friends, then David tried to get Uriah to sleep with Bathsheba to cover up his sin, but Uriah Would not do this. 15. And he wrote in a letter saying, Set Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle and retreat from him so that he may be struck down and die. 16. So it was while Joab besieged the city that he assigned Uriah to a place where he knew there were valiant men. 17. Then the men of the city came out and fought with Joab, and some of the people of the servants of David fell and Uriah the Hittite died also. Folks, so basically David had Uriah killed by sending him to the front of the battle lines. 26, when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she mourned for her husband. 27, and when her mourning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. My friends, David was a man after the Lord's heart, and then he did all these terrible things. 2 Samuel 12 in the Amplified Bible, Nathan rebukes David. One, and the Lord sent Nathan the prophet to David. He came and said to him, there were two men in the city, one rich and the other poor. Folks, so the prophet told David this story of evil. And then in verse seven, "'Then Nathan said to David, "'You are the man, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. "'I anointed you as king over Israel, "'and I spared you from the hand of Saul. Eight, I also gave you your master's house "'and put your master's wives into your care "'and under your protection. "'And I gave you the house, royal dynasty of Israel "'and of Judah, and if that had not been too little,' I would have given you much more. Nine, why have you despised the word of the Lord by doing evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and have taken his wife to be your wife. You have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Ten, now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. 11, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will stir up evil against you from your own household, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your companion, and he will lie with your wives in broad daylight. 12, Indeed, you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and in broad daylight. My friends, there are consequences set in motion by sin. Verse 13, David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has allowed your sin to pass without further punishment. You shall not die. Folks, David repented, and the Lord showed mercy on him. 14, Nevertheless, because by this deed you have given a great opportunity to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme him, The son that is born to you shall certainly die. Fifteen, then Nathan went back to his home, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's widow bore to David, and he was very sick. My friends, David's son that was conceived out of wedlock died. But then God allowed them to have another son, Solomon, and the Lord greatly loved this child, and he became a great king. Verse 24, David comforted his wife Bathsheba and went to her and lay with her, and she gave birth to a son, and David named him Solomon, and the Lord loved the child. 25, and he sent word through Nathan the prophet, and he named him Jediah, beloved of the Lord, for the sake of the Lord who loved the child. Folks, David's life happened under the old covenant. We are so blessed to be under the new and better covenant. And when we mess up, we need to quickly obey this next verse. First John 1 John 1:9 in the New King James Bible. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. My friends, no matter how bad our sin is, We need to fall at the feet of Jesus and repent and confess our sins. And God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wow, what a great, merciful God we serve. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful in your examples in the Bible, teaching us, Father how to live for you, and how to fall at the feet of Jesus when we mess up, Father. We're so thankful that your mercies are new every day. We choose to repent when we mess up, Father, and get back into fellowship with you quickly. Thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all.